Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another week. It is episode number 149. We are just one week away from the big 150. Do we have anything special planned? Well, you'll have to come back and find out. Do we have anything special planned for today? Well, you'll have to wait and find out, but I think the early answer is no. My name is Justin Morissette, and with me once again, as always, is... Stefan Heck. We don't have anything planned for next week, do we? John Cullen. Uh, nope. <laughs> Not... I mean, usually when you plan things out, uh, you have to, like, you know... You have to plan it. That's the thing. Yeah, because yeah, like, because yeah, because uh, yeah, sometimes we don't uh, we don't actually uh, confirm what time we're recording. Uh, well, some of us confirm the time we're recording, and some of us don't, and then it becomes really difficult <laughs> to book yes. a guest. Yeah, but then you I didn't. Said con- yes, but then you didn't confirm the time. I said tomorrow is, works for me, which means any time <laughs> tomorrow is yeah, fine. I don't yeah. Gonna, yeah, and, but- and now it is. It is true that Slack notifications are like it, it does put you mm-hmm. on. If you don't change the settings yourself, it does put you on like do not disturb or whatever. Right. So that's lame. He didn't. He didn't get the the. Yeah, but I've got a set, so it's I get no. Whenever. It, I'm not saying it's anyone's fault. It's like it's one person's fault, but it's not anyone's fault. You I, know, like in a whole yeah. group. But I'm just saying it's hard to get guests when you don't when you don't know when you're recording, which I, we often don't. I agree. It is one person's <laughs> fault, and that one person is you for not assuming that when I said yes, tomorrow is fine, that tomorrow would be fine. Okay. Well, my mean, hands are clean of all this. Yeah, so. your hands. Yeah, exactly. You're like Alanis Morissette in this situation. You've washed your hands <laughs> exactly. clean of this. Uh, yeah. but, He's like Jewel also, and that his <laughs> hands are small. I know, but they're not yours. They are my own. Yes, they're clean. Yeah, I think yeah. you nailed it. I think yeah. that's <laughs> right. Also, my hands aren't that small. I have like long, spindly. You actually do golem, have very. You have very like Renaissance hands. I would say like Renaissance lady hands. Okay, I thought you meant like one of those like inbred. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no. I meant just like you know. Uh, I feel like dainty. They're very dainty. So I have I have like small it, hands actually. If we're on the subject of small hands, I do have small hands. Like I'm on the TV right now, right? So, yeah, yeah. Your hands look gigantic on the TV. It's almost frightening. Oh, I mean, yeah, this but feels like, like a scene out of Hereditary. Hey, did you see that yet? No, of course I didn't see Hereditary. Oh, okay. No, he, Justin, he, did you see it? No, I. Uh, John spent his like one movie a year thing on uh, to- not Toy Story, The Incredibles two. On, that's right, on that's, but that's okay. But that's a good. That's still that's a good choice. And I was Dan, also there. Well, Justin was there, but he was in a different theater. Because when you say a time of a movie, uh, <laughs> what, I mean, wait, what happened? I mean, you can count on Justin being there that what night, happened? but you just don't know what time or theater he's going to be in. It was Sorry, sold what, out. What happened? It was sold what out, happened? so I had to go to a different theater. We we okay. We tr- we tried to make a last minute group uh, trek to see Incredibles two because Action Point right, was out of theaters within two weeks. So then, yeah, because it's really bad, apparently. Uh, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we, so yeah, so we said we were going to go to 
Incredibles store. I said I was going to go to Incredibles like on Wednesday. Me and Becca bought tickets on like Wednesday. And then on Friday, Justin and Josh, after recording Top Marks, made a decision that they were also going to come to the Incredibles. But then Justin fell asleep. Well, Josh asked me, I do believe. we need to pre-buy <laughs> tickets? And I said, no, of course not. It's fucking Tinseltown. Nobody goes there unless, like, you're having an affair. That's the movie theater that you go to if you don't want to be seen in public with whoever you're with. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that that General, was the reputation. Yeah, if, if you're seeing, like, a smaller movie there. But The Incredibles 2 is the biggest animated movie of all time. It, had, it, it beat Frozen. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Wow. So. Yeah. Unfortunately, as far as having the uh, top opening weekend of all time, Frozen was forced to let it go. <laughs> oh, Christ. Wow. Tinseltown's an, uh, an underrated theater. I actually honestly. like it. Here's I actually think thing. it's good. I was shocked. And you live right across the street. Yeah, I was shocked that Action Point was out of theaters because they will still have movies playing in that theater when they are already out on Blu-ray. That's true. Like, you could go buy Black Panther at the time that you could also go see it in Tinseltown. Oh, yeah, I see but, Black but Panther now? Is it out? Black Panther's... That's a good movie, though. True. So it had legs. So, yeah. Action Point is no one's seeing it, and it's bad. So... <laughs> yeah, that's a, com- that's a bad combination. so disappointing. I think uh, our, our friend uh, Ryan Lambert saw it. Yeah, he said it was and, bad. And, he, and he's a big jackass fan. He's a big jackass, too. But, that's true. Uh... But he's a big fan of Jackass, and uh, he said it was just horrible. And I trust his judgment on that. So. I do. Um, he was trying to steer us I mean, away from it. Yeah, no. We're all, I mean, we've talked about this, at least on Twitter we've talked about it. But, uh, like, seeing seeing a, a Jackass movie in theaters is like a cathartic experience. Oh, That's yeah. awesome. There's nothing like it. I would do it right now. Like, if they just, like, yeah. once a year did, like, a Jackass. Like, I feel like Jackass should be, like, a cult, like, a big Lebowski-type yeah. movie that gets played at, like, university theaters, and you just go and laugh. And Yeah, I, I don't know why it's not, because, I mean, I saw, I guess the last, like, Jackass-style movie I saw in theaters was um, Bad Grandpa. Okay, and that was yeah. funny. It, it had its moments. Like, there were some genuinely, there were some moments that I would, like, hold up against classic jackass moments you know um and it, it did it did the thing where it was like it had a plot but it also had like the stunts and stuff too and i think it balanced it well and obviously that's what we were like hoping action point was you know yeah yeah i don't know but it, so- it sounds like they leaned way too heavily on like the plot aspect of it and like i don't want to watch a johnny knoxville movie with a plot yeah with johnny knoxville acting especially a yeah. plot that's like we need to raise $20,000 or the old folks home is going to close down. Except you sob out like old folks home for water slides or whatever. You know, like it's yeah. just like the standard plot of literally any comedy movie from the 80s. So, which I guess that could work if it was like if there was like a meta aspect to it because obviously it's like set in the 80s and Yeah. Like if if they made it kind of like a like a parody or or like kind of made fun of like the tropes and stuff of that i mean i haven't seen it so maybe they try to do that but it also um, just feels like a waste of action park as a concept yeah that could have been way way better because that fucking i mean the wiki we've we've been over it on the show the wikipedia article is is unreal and from what i've heard about about action point is that all the stunts you see in the in the trailer which like there's some funny stunts there that's like all the stunts Ah. basically Right, so they tried to market it as like a successor to Jackass when it's like not yeah. really. Yeah, well, more a successor to Bad Grandpa, where they're like, oh, right. they're, yeah. Bad Grandpa had a Bad Grandpa had a lot of stunts and a lot of pranks, and I mean, I like I was pissing myself laughing. And have you guys seen it? No, no. 
it, you should watch it because it's not like it's not quite jackass level, obviously, but it features like a little kid stripping to cherry pie at a beauty pageant, and that's so funny. That's I so guess I'm uh, not allowed to see it. Then. What's the hardest you think you've ever laughed in theaters before? Ooh, this could be like a whole episode. That's a great question. Super bad. I mean, super bad for oh, me. Uh, yeah. When two different times, the first. Can time, I guess one of them? Sure. The period dance? No. No. Okay. No, Justin, you want to take a guess? Uh, no, I got nothing. Okay, so the first time is when he's drawing all the dicks. Yeah. I don't know why, but that just, like, that montage of him, like, drawing all the dicks, like, I was losing it. And then Michael Sarah singing These Eyes. Because it's like, like, guess who, you know, we're, like, Canadian. It kind of feels like, you know, I grew up with that song. My dad's, like, favorite, one of his favorite bands is the Guess Who. So it really felt like, you know, it felt like, something that was part of my childhood almost. And then him like, that was very it. much a nod to, to the Canadianness of that movie. Totally. Totally. And he just, it was like one of those where it was just perfect. It was just like perfect. Pardon me. In the way that he like kind of mumble sung it. Yeah. I was losing it. So that's definitely, yeah. and probably from Jackass one, the demolition derby, like right just to start the movie. Oh. <laughs> it's yeah. so Wait, was that- good. Was that the one with the rental car? Yeah, they rent the car and then they put it in the yeah. demolition the, derby. Guys bring the car back, and then and he brings like, it oh, back, like, oh, and he's yeah. like, "It's not my fault. Like you guys are paying for this. Like that was just like those are always my favorite jackass stunts. I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't like the like gratuitously violent ones nearly as much as the like more funny kind of like high concept like you know yeah. or well I don't know if you could well, call like the, it high like concept the, like but, property damage versus human injury yeah and, and not yeah. even so much that but more like when they bring someone in from the real world to kind of be a character in it like I I used to really like from the show when they would like start hockey fights in the restaurant or was that in the, one yeah. of the movies but yeah when they like would start the hockey like I liked all those where you where they brought people from the real world into the into yeah. what the into the pranks and the stunts like to me was that it, so was it, in the first movie, there's a there's a bunch of stuff like that. Like there's the the con the car and the condom of Ryan Dunn's ass. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then I think Dave England takes a shit in one of the the display toilets at Home yes, Depot. That may right. have been the show, but I think that was the movie. I think that's that was the movie. movie. That's the movie. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Also, yeah. But I mean, so they like up the ante. I think it was Jackass 3D when they do Wee Man and all the other little people. Uh, the big fight in the bar. Oh yeah, that's great too. That's unbelievable. I think the hardest I've ever laughed was, I think, Jackass 2 um, and also Jackass 3. Jackass 2, the, like the love letter, the note on the wall with the boxing glove that pops out. Oh, yeah. Where yes. they, they're, they're like, and like they, the, the part, I think it was the part where they put the chair in the hallway for Wee Man to hop up and look at it. And he just gets, like, knocked off the chair. And then kind of similar to that uh, in Jackass 3, you can, you can guess which one it is probably, right? Well, the giant hand. The giant hand. That's the best I, part that, of Jackass 3. It's oh, my so God. Good. It's I, so good. Especially when um, I think it's Aaron is holding the tray of soup. Yeah. They're like, hey, can you bring this tray of soup in here? <laughs> and then he just gets – and the tray breaks in half from yeah. getting hit with the hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think I think those two pro- – yeah, I, I would say it has to be those two. Uh, I'm going to go with – and this may be a, a controversial choice because I feel like it 
is like people I don't know if we've looped back to thinking it's good again after it was bad for a while. Uh, or maybe it's just ironically good now. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, but I'm uh, going to go with Borat. As the oh, no. Borat, no Borat's everyone, always been good. Everyone thinks Borat's good. That's the hardest I've ever laughed. Borat uh, is, you're actually Borat right. Is Borat is yeah. definitely up there for me, too. The, uh, the, the nude wrestling yeah, the, scene in the hotel. The nude wrestling through the hotel conference room is easily the hardest I've ever laughed in yeah. theaters at a movie before. That might be up there for me, too. I was because just – I felt like I was – dying like i was gasping for air during that the huge like how his like sensor bar is like down past his knees (laughs) implying he has like a a two-foot dick is so fucking funny oh my god yeah i forgot borat in theaters was like definitely jackass level that was definitely up Uh, there i saw it in theaters too I saw yeah, Bruno I don't think, in Do people actually think Borat was bad? Out. Yeah, Bruno sucked, I thought. Or, well, it was like, okay. I, I liked Bruno, but people walked out. I think someone walked out uh, in the scene where, because uh, it was where the, the dick was facing the camera and was like shaking around. Right. Uh, someone walked out during that. Um, Borat, I don't think, is. I think it's always it's always been it's good yeah it's i think really people got funny got tired of uh of like borat impressions yeah maybe. of course yes. like of it's, course it's, it's cultural impact became tedious and annoying but the movie itself has probably always been good yeah, oh, yeah, yeah people definitely. were making fun of like the people who would say like my wife like you're but making now fun my, of that but my wife has made a comeback now yes well it's on still twitter ironic. on it's like still, a sunset still, of twitter yeah it's still very ironic um I would say, yeah, no, it's that's still quite ironic for sure. Okay, no question. Well, yeah. when you're talking but about, like, but the, the movie is very funny. When you're talking about like a jackass like experience, though, are you just do you just mean like a movie that makes you laugh a lot? Because I feel like those movies had like a very specific kind of atmosphere in the theater of like you were at a party, kind of like it people are just feel, crushing yeah, beers. Everyone was yes, yeah, everyone was drunk or high, like smoking um, but, in the but theater. He, but also, even if they're even if they're not, like I think Jackass three wasn't as much. Jackass two was like a party. Jackass three wasn't as much. But I saw it like a week later, I think. Um, but people were just very happy because you're seeing a movie where the sole purpose is to make you laugh and not to make you think at all. Like it's just yeah, there's it's no narrative through line. It's just absolute like delight. Yeah. Yes, and and that's that's all it is. And it's it's so what it is is I think it's. It, it it always goes like you have the anticipation and you're like, where is this prank or, or stunt going to go? And then you have like the catharsis of like, okay, there it is. And, and it's, but in, you know, with, with, with movies generally you get that like, you know, three or four times throughout the movie or it's like the whole, you're anticipating, you're anticipating. And then the catharsis comes like at the end of the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jackass, it's like every like two minutes you have that. Yeah. And so it's just like nonstop. And, well, I think uh, with Jackass too, they were really good at, you knew what the stunt was and you knew exactly what was going to happen, but it was still yeah. super funny. Like with the giant yes. hand, like yeah. you know that it's just going to come and whack people. But for some yeah. reason, seeing it is still so fucking funny. Whereas like in most cases, if you over set up a joke, then by the time yeah. the joke comes, it's just not that funny. You're like, Oh, well, I knew where this was going the whole time. Whereas Jackass, yeah. most of the time they literally tell you exactly where it's going and yeah. it's still so funny. Like Jackass did, uh, like you know uh, Johnny Knoxville or whoever playing like football with like professional football players like multiple times. Like, yeah, they did. Even in the show, they had the one where Johnny Knoxville tried to return a kick 
against like USC's like special team squad. Right. And like Pete, I remember cause Pete Carroll was still the coach and he was like laughing on the sidelines and it's him just trying to return a kick and just getting fucking obliterated. Yeah. Because and it's so funny as we saw in the CFL's opening weekend this weekend, watching oh, yeah. average Joe's get lit up by pro football yep. players is never not the most entertaining thing in the world. Yeah, that's a good point then, because people tweeted yeah. that like, oh, watch this uh, watch this streaker get blown up by a lineman and it's like so, 10 seconds was he a of him. Though? He took well, his, pants, yeah, his off. pants off, but his underwear was on. Yeah, that doesn't to me that doesn't count, you know? No, it, because, it's like it's a weak way it's a weak way to substitute. No, he took his pants, I think his shoes and his, yeah, but he still had a shirt on. And his sunglasses off. But yeah, he was wearing no. a Jonathan Jennings jersey yeah. and underwear. Yeah, and so the underwear, the thing socks the underwear is like, also, I don't know. He could get away with going to the game in like short shorts. And that's essentially the same thing as underwear. So really, he like he's not streaking at all. Maybe not to a Lions game. But like, you know. Uh, this is probably the only time we're going to talk about the Lions this year, right? Probably. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. Did they win, even? Yeah, they did. I See, I didn't okay. even know that. They, they won they, the game, and they were undefeated in preseason, so uh, it's been a good hey. start for them so far. Wow. But yeah, the big... This guy clearly works in Canadian but, sports radio. But the, the fact <laughs> that you even know that, <laughs> I'm the, like, fuck. I'm like, the CFL has a preseason? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they got to be thrilled, though. They were on Deadspin. Like, this clip is going everywhere. Sure. Of this guy just, you know, getting lit up by... I guess one of their defensive backs. I don't well, even know what position. Yeah, he plays. yeah they, it's, a, it's a, probably a good sign that we don't even know his name or position. The Lions are desperate this year. Like they are desperate. They need that press. I got this email from them uh, for this is for the home opener, so the game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sixty-five dollars for two tickets, two hot dogs, and two beers. Jesus, that's a good deal. For the I mean, home opener. The thing, I mean, I could yeah. see, like, you know, middle of the season. They're playing whoever the worst team in the CFL is. It's like a Thursday night game. You know, I could see that. You know, you're trying to get people out. You got a deal. But the fucking home opener, and it's their first game of the year, too. Not just – so it's the season yeah. opener and the home opener. And you're offering people tickets for, like, basically – 15 bucks if you count if, the cost if, of hot dogs if they do, and parking yeah. was built if they, into that if they do well no. this year if they do well this year like i mean this is a good opportunity to like win over because like the canucks are garbage obviously yeah and then they'll be garbage next year and you know for the next several years uh how are the white caps doing they're in okay well, I they're f- in I, playoff f- spot? I felt like they're people okay. were starting to turn on the white caps this season finally they were but at and the then beginning it's and then like, like the last now. month has just wooed people back because well, they played well they keep scoring a ton i mean they're giving up a lot of yeah. goals but they've scored at least two goals in their last like in five of their last six games or something and, like and that. that's awesome like I, at that point i don't like that's what i want out of the canucks is like i don't care if they win but if they if they lose every game like five three or five four that's fine by me totally like, especially as a so live think, experience yeah so i think the lions like they know they have a good chance to, to like win over the city, and but who knows? Marcel I mean, Young was the player's name who, yes. who hit this guy, yeah. and I was actually kind of uh, happy to see John in that offer for the season opener. They were also pitching that they were going to have some kind of like beach party, beer garden sort of oh, thing yes. on the concourse before the game, which like you like that's what they have been missing is like. Any sort of pandering to, you know, fucking mid-20s to early-30s scumbags like me who, like, want an opportunity to just, like, go 
get drunk on some level, you know? Like, that's, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying that you need to cultivate an atmosphere where people are just going to games to get hammered. No, I think that is exactly no, what you're trying actually, to do. The Lions definitely do. Yeah. The best Lions games I ever went to is the one, were the ones where people were just fucking, like, shithouse wasted, and there were, like, 20 fights in the stands. Like, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Those are the best. I don't, I don't know that I trust the Lions audience to uh, handle their alcohol responsibly. Uh, no, without no. like getting into some kind of brawl, because it's it's a lot of people coming from the valley, I would imagine. Not that I'm making any sort of character. No, definitely. Uh, so, you so are. For the no, that's that's, that's literally exactly what you do. To our, that, to our that's like, Kelvin, I mean, who, who listens out in the valley, and yeah. our I th- other. I think that's okay. I would say for for those American listeners who aren't familiar with the CFL, the reason why you could just get like so dr- like the reason why they're it's like rowdier generally is because. Um, the money they're saving on ticket prices, they're putting that towards the beer. So it's it's relatively cheap tickets, and so all all the money they're saving, they're just they're just using it to get wasted. I also feel and like maybe I'm advocating for a culture that definitely existed at like almost every event that took place at BC Place Stadium in like the mid to late '90s. Yep, and was a disaster. Like yeah, I went like I went to a monster trucks. truck rally. Oh, dude, yeah. I went to. Um, I think we've talked about this. The monster truck rally. I went to in like the fourth grade where there were like 20 streakers and one of them got hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. (laughs) Well, that sounds pretty sweet. It was spectacular. I I want that back. Like, I think you should have that where like Rogers arena is kind of like the classier. I mean, you're, you know, more expensive, more family friendly experience than BC place is just this fucking like Thunderdome from like Mad Max. Yeah. I feel like most like of the, the monster truck shows in particular, there'd be like a riot section. Like just yeah. one whole section of the crowd that is just everyone in there is fighting everyone constantly the yeah, entire and time. It, it fucking rules. If you're not in that section, it rules. Like if you're watching it from afar, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's amazing. Well, it's like at the lion or sorry, at the white caps, obviously you have like the South Siders, which is the like standing and chanting and flag waving is all allowed. So yeah, at monster trucks, you just have a, a fighting section. Because the lions have done everything that they can like since that era to try and become, like, family-friendly football. Come no on out. Bring that. the kids. Totally. No yeah, leave the kids at home. It's going to be a brawl. No, no, bring the kids. <laughs> Let the kids see what you and uh, your wife are planning for their growing up, which is they're going to see mom and dad drunk a lot, and uh, just let it happen. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I've, I've been to Lions games. I'm not going to speculate as to what cities these people are coming from, but it's, not, it's not good. They look it's like not, they it's came, not Vancouver. They look like they came from holes in the ground. It's not a great time. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I can't like I know that there are people like our age that have like seasons tickets to the BC Lions. And I mean, what the fuck are you doing? We know some of them. You know some of I them mean? have been guests yeah. on this program. I mean, that's what I'm uh, really. Yeah. Chris doesn't Chris. Oh, his dad. He, they I think got, they're canceled. They, got, they did. They canceled it finally. Yeah. But that's a little different. That's Chris and his dad. It's like a family thing. Yeah. My dad and I had season tickets. And the, the one thing I remember about them was uh, – for like a few seasons, there were like two full patch Hell's Angels sitting in front of us. That makes sense. And that was just that was the Lions' experience. Well, last yeah. year I uh, I got I, I gifted someone a three pack because they knew that they were a big CFL fan, and uh, he had actually is a fellow comedian, and he had got me a series of gigs, uh, like referred me for some gigs. So I appreciated that. So I paid him back with a three pack of tickets, and. I will say, this is maybe why the Lions don't sell tickets that well, but uh, they had a guy call me 
to offer me or to be like, hey, are you like coming out to the Lions this year? And he was like the least pushy person ever, which is like good. But normally when you have ticket reps call you, it's like they're all over your shit. This guy was just like, hey, man, how's it going? I was like, yeah. I was like, I bought that as a gift last year. I don't intend on going to any Lions games and I haven't been in a decade. And he was just like, all right, man. Well, cool. If you change your mind, just give me a call. (laughs) I was like, okay, sweet. I mean, I appreciated it because I didn't want to listen to this guy try and sell me tickets, but... On uh, the other hand, I was like, isn't it your job to be like a little bit more like, nah, come on, man. Can we get you interested? We got a $65 deal for the home opener. There was like none of that talk. There's just like no sense of atmosphere really at any of the games that I've been to over the last several years. So why would I want to go? Even, even, if, it, even if it's like $15, it's still like, well, I could just... Watch you Netflix. Get, you could just get drunk at home. Yeah, exactly. I uh, maybe we should organize an RGS BC Lions. I'm field, sure. Field Dude, Rich Marinsky fucking loves the BC Lions. Yeah, he, man. he would. Uh, no, I don't know. Rich is a good guy. <laughs> and I feel like didn't doesn't Ryan Williams have season tickets or is he just a fan? I don't think so. I think he just knows guys that are on the team, probably, <laughs> probably from his CJFL days. That makes a lot of sense. Um, but anyway, guys, I mean, I feel like we're kind of burying the lead a little bit because it's a uh, uh, it's a very uh, sad, uh, very sad day today. What? Because it was the the passing oh, of right. of we Triple X Tentacion. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so you're pronouncing it like French because it has no like Spanish. Tentacion. 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 Is that what it is? Because I thought it was just XXX Tentation. I think it's. I don't know. Well, Daniel, you're a resident young person. You said that I was saying it right. It's Tentacion. Okay, so you know. Do you listen to any of his you music? you like SoundCloud rappers? No, okay. Because this is the other thing I don't get is like uh, every article I read about him passing away uh, also referred to like some other guy like Ski Mask the Pump God or something or what the fuck's his name? What oh, did... Lil, Lil Pump? No, no, not Lil Pump. No, it's like Ski Mask the... The slump god. That's right. Dan- See, Daniel knows. He's He listens to this shit more he's letting on. He's saying he doesn't, but he fucking knows this shit. Yeah, Ski Mask the slump god. Who the fuck listens but, to that shit? That's that, fucking that's horrible. That's a cool name. No, it's not. That's a cool name. That's a dumb no, that's name. That's a cooler name than XXX Tentacion. I agree with that, but that guy, I mean, he's got a lot of problems. But I had a very tough, I had, I had a real tough moment today at school because I. the only reason I know that it's pronounced Tentacion is because this happened while I was teaching today. Uh, I was, so I'm pretty good at like being hip. Hip. Yeah. Did you like, break the news to your students? <laughs> we all, yeah, we had a vigil. Uh, it was real tough. We <laughs> they're gonna remember this like our parents remember like where they were when JFK was assassinated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we went out. Uh, we went outside. One of the students has a Ducati motorbike. <laughs> we went outside. We all gathered around it. We poured some excess cocaine on the seat and we lit some candles and uh, and then we punched each other. Uh, it's it's what Tentacion would have wanted. Uh, <laughs> the thing with the thing with like his music, I tried listening to it and I don't want to feel. Like I feel impossibly I old. Don't, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to feel that way. But I listen to it, and it's just like this guy just needs to get back on his like SSRIs or something. Like, this is <laughs> just bad. Well, we no? we so I was so with my kids today. I because I'm normally like one thing I'm good at is like catching students off guard when they're talking off topic. 
because they try to make it sound, you know, like I, I like to try and catch them off guard. Like I also know what they're talking about. Yeah. And then they're well, like, his, name, his name sort of sounds like a Spanish math problem. So that's the sort of <laughs> solve for XXX. Tentacion. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, and so today these kids, but I, I had the ultimate like old dad moment where I heard these kids talking for like five minutes and then class wrapped up and I was like, okay, you got to hand in that thing that was due or whatever. And they're like, oh, like we didn't quite get it finished. And I was like, oh, why? Because you were just like off topic the whole time. They're like, no, no, we just we just didn't have enough time. And I was like, well, you had enough time to spend five minutes talking about triple X temptation. And then they were like, triple X temptation. And I was like, oh, God damn it. I'm a fucking loser. I'm a loser. Do you say XXX? I don't even know. Is it triple X? Okay. Da- see, Daniel knows. So, tri- is it, so it is triple X. So it's triple like X. The Vin Tentacion. Diesel movie. Yeah. Like the Vin Diesel movie. Exactly. So, so this would be a good ch- ch- time to do the new metal nook actually and yeah. play fire fry by Rammstein. Cause we've done three of the triple X movies. So if right. they do seven more, so one for each, X. they'll get to triple X 10. Triple X. Oh, I was going to say that it would be triple X X. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's fourth X. The rumor going on is that Drake killed him. And I feel as though that's just a rumor that they're spreading to, like, embarrass him in his death. <laughs> oh, for sure. There's no way Drake's ever even Drake's never held a gun. Yeah. I mean, let's be serious here. Drake's- I know from what I've heard, I've read some articles where like Drake has like guys that will like roll up on people if it's an issue. But like Drake is nowhere to be found. Drake's not he's not T.I. He's not the guy leading them, leading the front of the pack with the gun. Like, let's fucking go. Drake's like, hey, I'm going to chill at the crib with these like 17 women you go out and like what I'm going to reunite the cast of Degrassi yeah. for this video. Drake's response to being outed as having an illegitimate child was to do a Degrassi reunion. I doubt he's fucking yeah. murdering anyone. He's not well, first. First, it was to put out like a press release. <laughs> like, okay, I, I'm not like I'm not a rapper, but norm like normally if you're in like a big like rap battle or like a rap feud, like it it's supposed to, you're supposed to. Do like a song, yeah. right? It goes like song, then song, then song, then song, then maybe like aggravated assault. But it doesn't go song, 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 uh, press release. Well, it was like an Instagram story, I think, but, wasn't it? But after- it was like- I mean, it was, but it was like written by like some like PR. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, Apologizing you know? yeah. for being in blackface or whatever. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Yeah, that was a yeah. uh, that was a tough time. So yeah, okay, I didn't see that they were rumored. I heard that it was like a robbery, like a botched robbery. I mean, that's what I think that's what actually happened. But there's there's so Triple uh, X Tentacion had uh, put something on Snapchat or Instagram where he's like, "If I die, like Drake Drake did it or something." And then, and this was like a few weeks ago. And then there was a line in one of Drake's songs where he was it was like a veiled threat towards him. So. I don't know. Yeah, because not only know. would Drake kill someone, but it would be murder. It would be premeditated murder. Uh, I heard he was like skydiving out of a helicopter with a snowboard strapped to his feet, with like a, and then he pulled the chute, and then he like glided on his uh, parachute, 
like into a bridge or something. I'm pretty sure. Like, I heard uh, Drake painted a tunnel on the side of a wall, and Triple X Tentacion just like fucking like ran into drove it. into it. Yeah, yeah. Drake, uh, when reached for response, all he could comment was "me me." <laughs> do we have any clips this week? <laughs> we do. Yeah, okay. we do. Our clip of the week this week comes to us from two years ago. Uh, but it only surfaced this past week. And it's funny because the other uh, baseball ejection clip we had was the same thing. It was like two years later that it like went viral. Yeah, because I think somebody just is sitting on that tape for long enough. But it's like, well, it's been so long, no one will suspect it's me. we got to share this. Uh, this is a video of Terry Collins of the New York Mets being ejected after uh, the, re- or the umpire... Uh, basically gets in his face. Noah Syndergaard, I think, is being accused of intentionally trying to... Uh, well, Noah Syndergaard gets tossed. Noah it, was Syndergaard- the, it was the Chase Utley thing, because Chase Utley had slid into the Mets' uh, second baseman or shortstop in the playoffs the year before. Right, right, right. Yeah, so and Noah so then Syndergaard then threw behind year. him, and then yeah. they didn't give him a warning. They just threw him right out of the game, which was what angered Terry Collins. And you will, <laughs> you will hear this entire confrontation with the umpire in our clip. Of the week. So that's the cinder guard throw right there. And the trouble begins. You're done. No, you can't do that. You're not, not in that situation, man. You can't. You can't you can't not, not, that ain't going to happen. I mean, I, I know you're going to say that, but that ain't going to happen. I mean, that's, that's the wrong time to do it. That's all. I'm telling you. It is what it is, but that's, that, that ain't going to happen. Our, our ass is in the jackpot. We don't do something there. That, I'm just telling you that. Wait, but shouldn't there be, shouldn't there be a no, warning? No, I mean, okay, the situation of what, what happened and everything else, that's what dictates that, okay? But there was no Neil, prior knowledge that before the game started. I mean, Neil, if Harry comes into the dugout Neil, and says, Neil, hey, if somebody gets hit. Yeah, yeah. We everybody, everybody knows. Everybody knows what what the situation is. Okay. Take him. Take him. Take him. Take him. Terry. 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 Get, get a handle. Come on. Let's go. Come on, talk to me. Talk to me. Tommy, that's fucking bullshit. Tommy, talk to me. Then you talk to me about it. You You gotta give us a shot. You know what? You gotta give us a shot. Okay, listen to me. Let me hear what I'm saying, okay? You get your shot. You had your shot right there. In the situation. You know the situation, Terry. Why do we get a shot, Tommy? Because that doesn't, that makes it worse. Terry, that makes it fucking worse. I know it. But MLB did nothing to that guy. There we go. Beautiful. Ter- Terry Collins ejection. Uh, as of course, as the ump said multiple times, there his ass was in the jackpot. Uh, what, does that, what does that mean? Do you think that actually is a saying, or he was just <laughs> no, like, misquoting not, something? It's like, definitely not, a, not saying. a saying. I mean, maybe in like his family or something. Like, because I think it's you can definitely a catchphrase now. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like maybe you would like. It, I, I think maybe what he's trying to say is like your ass fell into the toilet. 
So like you're like that's the like the shitty situation like literally I so, guess but so like the jackpot is, is the, the toilet, toilet that's used toilet. specifically for jerking off into and then your if your ass fell into it yeah I don't know I'm just I'm speculating here based on what I know Stefan has used to All I'm for. saying is like I, I feel like that's what it is is like if we don't kick you out then we look foolish like we fell into the toilet Does that not make sense Yeah I guess I mean that's uh, that's the only thing I can think of that jackpot I, sounds good though, right? Yeah, it sounds. Yeah. But because you could, that's a slang for toilet or like the pot, certainly. Yes. Yeah, the, the shit pot. or shit or get off the pot. But jackpot to me sounds so positive, you know. <laughs> I know, but I feel like that's what he's saying. That like it would make them look foolish if they didn't kick Cindergard out. It would put their ass in the jackpot. They would have fallen into the toilet. I, I think it's sort of like saying, like, I, like I'm, I'd be in like the firing line, you know, like the line of fire. Sure, like I'd be, I'd be in trouble. I'd here. be up against be, the wall, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have just said that. Yeah, he could have said that. My ass is up that. against the wall. I don't know who pointed it out though, but somebody said that the ump sounds like Larry David, which is very true, especially later in the clip when he's getting in Terry's face. Uh, which I just wish, like, uh, that Terry Collins sounded more like the wife. Uh, like Jeff Garland's wife from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, Susie? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I <laughs> this love... This is fucking bullshit, Larry! <laughs> I mean, I love uh, Terry Collins's voice, though. I mean, it's so good. You gotta give us a shot! Like, it's set, like at some <laughs> you point... You piece of shit, Larry! At some time... Yeah, we got it the first time. Have you time. seen, like, uh, the Earl Weaver rants? <laughs> no. Like, uh, the Baltimore Orioles manager from, like, the 70s. He's, like, five feet tall. And, oh, have you not seen these? These are no, fucking amazing. Never. It's, he's just cursing up a storm. There's one in particular where the umpire starts making fun of him for fucking up in the World Series the year before. Um, you should play one of them right now. I'll, I'll find it and I'll send it to you in the in the hangout right now. Okay. Because uh, it's it's hilarious. Uh, I do know that both Major League Baseball and the MLB umpires union are furious about the leaking of that video because. Uh, I mean, I don't. If you're the ump union, you really shouldn't be upset about anything there because you come out looking pretty good. Yeah, and, yeah. But I think it's it's mostly that if they don't take a stand on this, then they have no leg to stand on. If there were video to come out that was actually damaging to them, so you need to do something no matter what on this one from the ump's perspective. MLB is trying like vigorously to just scrub that footage from yeah. the entire internet uh, unsuccessfully, though. We've got it. Yeah. It'd be cool if they, if they issued a takedown notice to our show. That's what I was hoping for. I was going to yeah. say that. Yeah. You never we'll know. See. Well, I, I sent you the Earl Weaver one if you guys want to play Perfect. that. Or yeah, yeah that. sure. Let's like, hear that. We... A little bonus clip. Yeah. All right. Fire it up. Behind the rubber. Behind the rubber. Oh. He's not go behind. He did not go behind the rubber. He did. 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 Don't you ever put your finger on me. You hit me, Earl. 
It's so good because he's like five feet tall. You're here for one reason to fuck is good. Wrong. That's the only reason. You're I can't believe this is still going. You got it as quick as what you can. What is wrong with you? You ain't no good. No, you aren't either. Yeah, you well, aren't you either. You ain't no good. You're no fucking you good either. Yeah, You're you. also never have our games. I enough. hope. Yeah. I, what do I care? Yeah, what do what I, I care? What are you doing here now? Well, why don't you call the league office and ask him? Yeah, I will. Oh, good. Don't think I will. Good. <laughs> and the quicker you get on, it'll be better yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You ain't going nowhere. You aren't either. Jesus. Oh, you're going to be in a hall of fame. You know it. Why? You know it. We're fucking up World Series? You know it. You're going to be in a hall of fame. You know it. You're going to be in a hall of fame. You know it. You better get going, huh? You better get going. Go back. One more. One more. Yes, yes he's doing it again. Get you had your hands on Now that's wrong, Earl. Wrong. I love that the ump is like, oh, that was great. So good. That's so good. Great just suggestion. Like repeatedly like coming back and forth. Oh, so good. Keeps going back at him and just oh man, so good. And the, the You were like, put here to fuck us. You and this crew. That's the only reason you're here to fuck us. The ump is like five foot eight. Yeah. And he's still just towering over him. And it makes the ump look like a real string the ump's like a real lanky string beanie type guy, and Earl's this little five foot guy who's fucking pissed he's right off. Representing the lollipop guild. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's. Uh, but Earl Weaver, true to his uh, yep. statement, was is a Hall of Famer. So. Yep. But that's already that was a great line. What are you going to be in the Hall of Fame for? <laughs> Fucking up the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> I oh mean, and just the ump has a great demeanor the whole time. Like he gives it <laughs> no, right back, no. but like in a calm way. Like it's not. Yeah. He's not like fuck you early. Just wrong. Like, yeah. That's wrong. <laughs> wrong. Yeah. I'm going to be here. You're never going to ump our games again. What do I care? I don't care. <laughs> that's fine by uh, me so good that's oh, great stuff all well, right well let's get from I, there I, mean, I have a lot of questions about that clip but not nearly as many questions as were sent in for this week's top three questions of the week hey yo it's the top three questions of the week on real good show you know what the fuck it is bitch <laughs> Murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. Do you have like two questions? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. About the video, uh, yeah. but we're gonna skip like those. What, like what happened before that? <laughs> you got called for a box. That, that's one. Yeah. And my second one is how tall is that man? Five feet. <laughs> anyways, I think anyway. I'll look it up for his official height here. What's good in the mailbag? This Earl week, Weaver. Not a lot, really. Uh, he's one point seven meters. Oh, fuck, I, I can't never remember what that bullshit is. Okay, one point. Oh shit. Fuck. One point seven. He's five five. What? Yeah. There's no way. So the ump's like six. This ump's like the six, ump, too. That ump was like, no, that ump had to be like six, six then. The ump looked really lanky to me, like tall he, and lanky. He was at least a foot taller than him. Anyways. I'd say the ump was like six, three, probably, if I yeah. was going to guess. Uh, speaking of being caught on video, this is a great question from Aaron Mackay, longtime listener, uh, 100 pointer. What video would be released of you that the social media world would love if you won the Stanley Cup or another championship of equal or lesser value? I have a good. I have a good answer. If you guys so are, in much the same way that like Ovechkin had the Ovechkin. like drinking out of the cup, the fountains. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go real simple here. Yeah. Uh, I think people are gonna love my uh, my binge on uh, pop and fizz. Yeah, I was I gonna say you're gonna, gonna fill it, you're gonna fill it with seltzer water. Yeah, exactly. And like they'll see me in the dressing room, and I'll be just like drinking fizz while everyone else is like drinking beer. And like definitely like the bar stool bros will be like, oh, what a, what a pussy, or like you know whatever. But like the people who are like on like irony Twitter and stuff will be like, it me. Like I'm just like drinking a Lacroix in the corner. Yeah, you become room. a meme for sure. Yeah, so you're I think that's your, yeah. I think Absolutely. that's what I become beloved for. And then because then that goes viral and then I just like lean into it. Like I because I saw uh, Melissa Stetton, past guest, uh, Melissa Stetton, uh, her uh, she's dating a um, producer, writer, and uh, she posted an Instagram story of him wearing a LaCroix bathing suit. So it just like looked like a LaCroix can, but it was like a bathing suit. Like I'd be that I'd have that on yeah. at the you'd, like you'd championship. Sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would be the LaCroix boy. Um, I'll, I've got a quick one here. I would be, I would shit in it. <laughs> and, that's, and that would make people uh, love you. I feel like, uh, Oh, going, was that, was that, uh, yeah. prerequisite here? Mm. Yeah. yeah. People have yeah, to love what you're going to do here. Well, people so, who say, people who say sports ball would love me. <laughs> I don't know if I want those people loving me necessarily, but. Oh, and definitely like Damien Cox would have a field day with you shitting in the cup or, or any of those like old, uh, old media prog, uh, not prognosticators, but although actually, yeah, that's true. Pissing those people off would, would endear me to a lot of other people. I that's think. true. Yeah. Kind of the enemy of my enemy is my friend sort of thing. The guy who shits in the Stanley cup, uh, is my friend because he pissed off, uh, the stupidest sports writers in the universe. So, yeah, I would poop in the cup. Uh, I feel like everybody has really gotten a huge kick out of the fact that it doesn't seem like Ovechkin is ever going to let the cup go. Like, everybody's day with the cup is also going to come with Ovechkin. Like, yeah, we got asked that question last week. We he's didn't answer be it. There. Uh, so I'm going to take that a step further because people seem to love how attached he is to it. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming I'm on like a Stanley Cup winning team. Um, and when it comes time for... Uh, I, I get my... It gets handed to me. I take my little victory lap around the ice with it, holding it up, screaming, You partying, fall down because you can't skate. Celebrating the whole time. I can skate in a circle. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's all I got to do for a victory lap. I can do that. <laughs> Fair. Uh, but when it comes time to hand it to the next guy, he goes to take it, and I go through the motions of giving it to him, but then I won't let it go. So I'm just holding on to it, and it becomes like a really awkward moment. I don't know if people would celebrate the fact that I 
don't well, want to let it go. I think if you made it like a gimmick, like if you, so you get it and you, like if you did the like, I'm going to pass it to you, oh, nope, and then <laughs> like you just like go skate, I guess. And then you just go. Take another victory lap. And then take another lap and then you go to like someone else and then you're like, oh, no, my turn. I think that would, people yes. would like it if you did it like multiple times yeah. where they would be like, oh, it's just like he's just fucking around. Of course, that's funny because what I said was just an awkward moment of me refusing <laughs> to give the cup away, which ultimately I still would do probably at the end of doing the fake right. handoffs multiple times. But yes, thank you. Uh, hey, listen, has the, we're has, a the team. Cu- has the cup ever been dropped in uh, in the cel- like during the celebration? I know the Memorial Cup. I think yeah, Spokane, that was outstanding. The Spokane, Spokane one. broke the cup. Yeah, for the the trophy. Whatever. That's one of my favorite sports highlights of all time, where the entire yeah. arena goes like. Yeah, (laughs) it was, and then they start celebrating with just the one person holding the base and then one person holding the cup. But no, I I mean, I can't remember the Stanley Cup being dropped like on the ice. I feel like that would be something. If it was, it's it's like so solid. Yeah, yeah. Because all the other trophy, like the fucking the worst one to me is the uh, is the World Series. The World Series trophy is horrible. Yeah, Graham Clark actually sticks. Graham like, Clark had a tweet about that, at, saying like he thought the World Cup trophy was the worst trophy, and it's not I a good that, it's yeah. not a good trophy either. But I think the World Series one is worse. The World Cup trophy is it's like a soccer ball with like a like a tree root growing around it or something. No, it's like know, hands. But, it's being held up by like hands. Oh, is it? Okay, I think. yeah. I'm pretty sure that's but, right. But it, it's at least like this the kind Jules Rimet trophy. You can hold it in like one hand. You know, the World Series trophy is it's just a circle with a bunch of flags on it. Yeah, you can't even hold it. It's that to yeah, me. Yeah, see, it's like it's like people like doing like a victory celebration around it. Oh yeah, yeah. So they're not they're technically like kinda, holding up like the world. Figure but, bodies, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. Uh, next question. Um, yeah. <clears throat> next question comes in from at uh, Matt Rainis. Uh, he's been on here a few times recently. He's uh, moving his way up the leaderboard. Uh, what TV or film character are you absolutely certain you could portray just as well, if not better, than the character's actual actor? So yeah, Kevin McAllister, uh, playing, playing Kevin McAllister as an adult, I've seen the movie multiple times, adults are better than children. Oh, that's definitely <laughs> true. Um, I, yeah, I just I feel as though I could... Uh, I could I could pull it up. I think also I would respect the comedic chops of Catherine O'Hara more than Macaulay Culkin did. Uh, I don't know if he if he did or didn't necessarily, but I watched SCTV. I doubt he did. He was fucking eight years old. <laughs> That's um, true. That's a good point. And I've just gone years uh, being told, "Hey, you look like the kid from Home Alone." Um, I can do. I mean, you. I'm on the TV right now, right? You guys, you guys yeah. can yeah. see me. Yeah. Okay. So like, I can do the the Home Alone face. One second. It's actually remarkable as good. an adult man how much you look like Macaulay Culkin as a child yeah. doing that. Yes. You look so, more like Macaulay Culkin as a child than Macaulay Culkin looks like now. Well, he's I mean he's haggard as hell. Well, I, I think it's it's cuz he he grew a beard which was like a bad decision. Right. Um I think he's looking bad like there was that picture of him a few years ago where it looked like he was going to die. And I think he's doing better now which is good. Um cuz I, I like Macaulay Culkin, but uh, I do believe Right now, I could I could give a better performance. So. Remember when Macaulay Culkin did that movie uh, to like uh, get rid of his child friendly image, The Good Son? Yeah, where he was like going to kill Elijah Wood or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I never saw yeah, it, but neither. I just remember that being like a really dumb thing. Um, okay, so this is uh, I, for me. I was just thinking about like someone that was just horrible at acting, like just a memorably awful acting performance 
that I could be. And I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of cheating on Matt a little bit here because this person was only featured on one episode of this show for about 30 seconds, but I am positive I can do a better job. And that is Jeremy Roenick's guest cameo on the young and the restless. <laughs> <laughs> I, at least I think that was the soap that he was on. It might've been a different one. Athletes. Yeah. Well, I mean, cause technically he was acting. Yeah, I guess that's true. Do you remember that show? Is this late oh, in his one, career when was, he was in L.A.? One Life to Live. Him and Scott Gomez were on One Life to Live. As themselves? Or? <clears throat> yes. Uh, I think so, yeah. They just, like, they basically, like, come in and, uh, yeah, of course, it's a great headline. Uh, it, it's uh, NHL stars clean up for soap roll. And then, uh, yeah, they were both playing for the Rangers. They recently had cameos on ABC's One Life to Live, and they... uh, Wait, uh, Ronick played for the Rangers? <clears throat> yeah. Didn't when he? When was that? I think he did. No, I don't no, think he ever. I don't think so. He played oh, okay. for... This is just from New York. Yeah. I thought he did play for the Rangers. Anyway, no. it doesn't matter. The last... So, yeah, they... Because he scored... They, uh, they play uh, airline employees, apparently. So, they, they work for an employee... Uh, or sorry, they work for an airline, and then one of the characters like comes on a plane, basically, and they they play professional hockey players boarding the flight. Do you remember that show on Family Channel, what, which is I guess Disney Channel, where the kids would go into the bodies of pro athletes? Uh, no. Was it? Uh... Are you thinking of like pro stars, or like Wayne Gretzky and Bo Jackson and Michael Jordan? No, it was like a sitcom, but every episode they would go inside the head of a pro athlete. And I just remember it because they had uh, Byron Defoe on one episode. Oh, really that's so random. Actor. But they had, they had Byron Defoe on an episode. That's so the guy that you want. If someone remembers the name of the episode, please let us know. Or the name of the show, I mean. I'm looking up Byron Defoe's IMDb right now. So yes. We'll see. I swear to God. No, not the Florida Project. I was not talking about Willem Defoe. Uh, I don't know if this is going to work out. I'm, I'm giving up already. Well, I'll try and do it while you answer, Justin. <laughs> All right. Uh, hmm. Well, when Stefan was talking about um, being the star of Home Alone, if we're going to remake Home Alone with Stefan, I think it would be fun for me to play both of the Wet Bandits at the same time. There you go. That would be a lot of fun. I don't think I could do a better job than Daniel Stern. Ah. I found the show. Sorry, go ahead, Justin. So did I. It's called The Jersey. Yes. I could maybe do a better job than Joe Pesci, but I don't, Daniel Stern's performance is probably untouchable there. Uh, a, a role that I do feel like I could do a better job, uh, whether as a child or if I were to play the role today as a 30-year-old man, uh, would be the role, of course, uh, as we saw on, on our film episode last month, of Alan Abernathy in the film Small Soldiers who famously had zero charisma, did not have any of the character traits that were talked about him having. I just feel like I could bring like a dark edge to that character that was uh, wholly missing from the final film uh, as I play the role of Alan Abernathy in Small Soldiers. Cool. Yeah. So I go for like a 10-second guest performance. You guys are like, but stars of major films. Well, you could have done that. I'm just humble. That's all. I think we've all, it's been long established on this show. <laughs> uh, Damn, the, the main character in the jersey, the actor died. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah. Byron Defoe was on there. Um, yeah, and uh, Sergei Fedorov was the other hockey player. They obviously yeah. did a wrestling episode because Scott Steiner was on it. That's So the, the, idea, the idea was it was a magic football jersey. That it was leave. I think. 
Yeah, so it says, uh, yeah, it just says four teens discover the magic of the jersey, a mystical football jersey that transports them into the bodies of professional athletes similar to Quantum Leap. So, yeah. I was just trying to think of lead performances that sucked that I could probably do a better job. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I'm just and joking. Small Soldiers seemed like uh, the first one that jumped to mind. Oh, Ju- Junior Seau was on there. Yeah. That was, that was a dark episode. <laughs> a really yeah it was a very dark episode they just they just played his brain being uh, analyzed for cte oh well, is that the final question that might be the worst thing i've ever said on the show <laughs> i think it is i don't usually say bad shit like that no i'm rubbing off on you john i'm sorry Okay, uh, please don't. Uh, all right, uh, the 300-point question comes in from... Uh, he's asked. He's been on this list a few times. He doesn't ask all the time, but when he does, they're always great questions. Uh, from Wesley DeClear at IndeClear. If LeBron told the Lakers he would only sign if they had LeVar Ball assassinated, how would they go about doing it? Ooh. I, in, my, in my head, it's like the, uh, the scene in Goodfellas where Joe Pesci is killed. So they they tell Lavar that they're gonna that they've like booked some major shoe endorsement deal or something. I don't know if yeah. shoes would do it, given that he already built his own shoe, big baller brand. But, baby. but maybe like, oh, we want to sign your kid to like a Coca Cola endorsement or whatever. So be here in this place at this time, and he walks in the door, and the door just closes immediately, and he gets boom back of the head. Uh, it's just the exact scene from Goodfellas, except instead of Joe Pesci, it's uh, LeVar Ball. That's what I'm thinking. My so mine is sort of similar. Um, so it's it's you get a big box and there's like a stick holding it up and there's like a string. So the Lakers like Genie Bus is like hiding in the bushes with a string, mm-hmm. and uh, under the box there is an endorsement contract for. Uh, Fast drink, Latvia's uh, number three energy drink. And it's for his two other fucking idiot sons who suck at basketball. And, uh, and LeVar's like, oh, hell yeah, I'm all over this. And he goes in the box, and then uh, they pull the string out, and then uh, Genie Bus's like, private army rises from the bushes and just riddles it with bullets. So, I mean, I think that's probably the simplest way to do it. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I've got two strategies. I think there's maybe a more, since you guys both went for very aggressive, I, I think it's a more covert. Well, there's uh, probably be like where, a Rolling Stones tune playing while mine happens. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Some gimme shelter. Yeah. Make it a little lively. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, I think LeBron comes to the Lakers and tells LeVar he wants to, he's leaving Nike and he wants to collaborate on a big baller brand shoe. So, of course, LeVar gets the big dollar signs in his eyes. And then, uh, much like in GTA 5, when you blow up the uh, face <laughs> mash or whatever the thing's called on there, uh, or life world, I don't know, I don't remember. It's, but, li- it is, it's life, oh, it is, it's life something. I don't yeah, talking about that. Life yeah. hack or life... Uh, the Facebook... Uh, yeah, the Facebook, Facebook uh, parody. parody. Oh, this uh, is going to piss me off. Yeah, it's like up. life invader, life invader. Life invader. There we go. I got it just before Justin pulled it up. Uh, yes. So when he, you, the Life Invader guy is holding the new cell phone and you like blow it up, it'll be like that. They'll have a press conference. LeVar Ball will be modeling the new LeBron model, big baller brand shoes, and then they'll explode and he'll die on stage. I guess that's not really very covert. My other, <laughs> my other thought was uh, that LeBron, because he's famously orchestrated trades, 
uh, to make it work out. So LeBron has some like backdoor conversations with some guys, figures out who in the NBA is most willing to do murder, actively campaigns that they get traded to the Lakers, and then gets them to do it. Although I kind of feel like Swaggy P might be the most... Uh, the most willing to do it. Bring him back. Swag- well, Swaggy, P might just, Lakers, yeah. Swaggy P might just like run him over accidentally. And then yeah. he would just be like, yeah. That's a good point. But yeah, they would have to bring, I'm sorry, I forgot he left, right? He like, they could bring him back. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a world champion. He is, right a, yeah. he is, yeah. That's right. I was, uh, man, I re- like, as an aside, I really hope the Lakers sign LeBron and Kawhi gets traded there. And like, because I just want to be able to go see LeBron. Oh, yeah. For you, that'd be great. Totally. I'd rather see them go to New York personally, just because I feel like that is more of an impossible task than building a, yeah. a winner in Los Angeles. Which I don't necessarily think the lit, like Le- LeBron, Paul George, and and Leonard on, on the they're not going to win. has like the the skill and the talent, but they also have like the chemistry. Oh no, not fuck! Christ's sake! God damn it! We apologize for Stefan's. Uh, uh, I don't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Rob's watching a movie, which is uh, more important than this. Okay, so. well, you can, you can forget. <laughs> just just assume yeah. that he's got thoughts on the NBA. I was also thinking yeah. that maybe you could, like, uh, push a safe from a very tall place. Sure. And that would land on top of LeVar, and then the door of the safe would swing open, and LeVar would, like, look directly at camera, and he would smile, but all of his teeth would be, like, piano keys, and then they would crack and shatter. And then he would die, probably. Very cartoon death heavy episode here on <laughs> yeah, Good Show. Very much so. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, well uh, thanks for yeah, thanks for playing. Given, given that we can barely hear Stefan, it's probably time to shut this down and yep. move on to uh, everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday, where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. All right. I like a book this week, if you can believe Whoa, it. Whoa, my man. Yeah. Uh, it's called Bad Blood, and it's about – can you hear me? I can see you guys. And bad, I can see, bad Blood or Bad Mud? Bad Blood. Oh, God. You heard that. Yeah, bad Blood. Yeah, it's not it's, go, it's not going good, man. You're you're oh, you're cutting Jesus. out. Jesus. Okay, one second. Fucking Christ. God damn it. Okay, my book is Bad Blood, a book of films <laughs> <laughs> Theranos. Still bad. Try one more time. Okay, I don't do this mailbag episode tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're definitely we're not. Scrap it. This episode is called One Forty Nine Technical Difficulties. I'm sorry. Uh, it was so good for the first 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, thankfully, at least it held on for most of it. I know. I all what it is. All right. Okay. How do I sound right now? Great. Okay. I've, all right. My one good thing this week is Bad Blood. It's a book of... Founded <laughs> 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 a company called... <laughs> uh, Seven, you want to <laughs> send me? Just write yeah, out what I you want to recommend. I'll, I'll look, I'm looking it up. Uh, I'll look it up and I will okay. say what it is. Okay, keep this, in, keep this in the episode, please. Yeah, Stefan is going to recommend <laughs> Bad Blood: Secrets and Lies in a Silicon Valley Startup by John Carew. 
Is that right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, yes, this is a uh, – <laughs> it reads like a West Coast version of All the President's Men, says the New York Times. Uh, and it is about uh, – Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos. Yes, it's a – And if you don't know who we're talking about just from her name, maybe if I did an impression of her voice, it would click in for you. I'm Elizabeth Holmes. Nope. Uh, in fact, Theranos was myth- mythical for a, di- <laughs> for a different reason. I don't know who, who's Elizabeth Holmes. Am I she's supposed like, to know uh, this? She's, uh, she's got really big eyes, and she tried to dress like Steve Jobs, and she's got a very like obviously fake put-on voice. I see. So this book is basically, and Stefan, just say yes or no. This book is basically about a, essentially she's created this company that didn't actually do anything and just got a bunch of money for it. Yes. Okay. Sounds very interesting. I I think I should get in on this. I like this. That's exactly what I did. It's very good. I I read it on my, I don't know if you hear it. I read it very quickly. Good. Yes, you went to Vegas. We didn't even get to talk about that. Maybe that else we'll save that for 150. Yeah. Uh, so I uh, am recommending a movie this week. We talked about it earlier. It is The Incredibles 2. Uh, I, as uh, famously on this show, have talked many times about my love for cartoons, and uh, I thought it was great. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know that Pixar's, the quality is so good. Like saying I don't think it's a top 10 Pixar film doesn't mean that it's bad. Like, that's still extremely high quality of film, but I feel like saying it's not a top 10 is, you know, people go, oh, well, then it must have sucked. Like, it was amazing. I loved it. I just don't know that it's one that, like, 10 years from now, you'll look back and be like, oh, I really enjoyed this. And not because of any of the jokes. Like, I don't think any of the jokes will be outdated, but... I thought it was weird that before the movie started, there was a reel of, like, Craig T. Nelson and Samuel L. Jackson yeah. and Brad Bird being like, we know it's been a long time yeah, sorry since we the took first so one, but uh, we promise you this movie is good. Yeah, that, that was, was a really weird, weird thing. I agree. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was outstanding. I loved it. I mean, it, it played like kind of a superhero movie. Like, uh, it had a lot of action sequences. Great art uh, direction. Amazing. Like, Beautiful I mean, it, action sequences. It looked so good. Like, it looked amazing. Like, if you, especially if you compare it to, like, the first Incredibles, like, just to see how far animations come. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. If you're a cartoon fan, if you like the first Incredibles, even if you're not, uh, it, it's awesome. So check it out. Incredibles 2. Speaking of cartoons... Last week, I recommended a comic strip. Sure. I'm going to do that again this week oh, as well. Nerd. I, I'm going to recommend the new Nancy, which is... Uh, oh, yeah, it's good. I don't, I, again, I don't know if you can hear me, but I agree with you, Justin. We I can, can hear, hear you. you. We heard yeah. that. That was good. Yeah, yeah. It is, Nancy is now being written by uh, a woman named Olivia James, and she's very funny, and her art is very funny as well. Uh, it's very rare that I would recommend, you know, something from the funny pages, especially what I think like a comic strip from that when we were kids, I think it's safe to say was fucking terrible. Sure. Like just not like just awful. Yeah, it was no family circus. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, just, but like clearly written by some out of touch old person, right? Yeah, which is no longer the case. Though it is funny if you read it uh, on the website that it's posted every day: www.gocomics.com/nancy. Uh, all of the comments on the comic strips as they go up every day 
are still very clearly written by out-of-touch old people who very much hate the new direction Fuck of the yeah. strip. That's um, my shit right there. But, but it's great. Uh, and reading some of the comments that don't like it at all is great also. But yes, I strongly recommend uh, Nancy by Olivia James. It's a very funny little strip that goes up every single day. And with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommates have been no one as we record live in the Real Good Studio. Our producer Daniel Cazetto has his work cut out for him this week because Stefan has been (laughs) glitching like crazy for the last 25 minutes. I'm sorry, Dan. If you want to support the show, you can do so by heading on over to www.patreon.com slash realgoodshow where, of course, our big bonus episode this month was uh, a sit-down with Jason Botchford of the province uh, and, of course, the, the Provies. Uh, and one of the things that I wanted to talk about with Botch was the fact that Dallas is just littered with bicycles. That, but well, that will probably be a story for next week as the uh, NHL draft goes down this week uh, in Dallas on Friday. And that will be, of course, something that you can look forward to us talking about on next week's show. But yes, uh, it would help the show if you wanted to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you find the podcast. That's always a big boost. You can find photos and videos of everything that we talked about, as always, by heading on over to realgoodshow.com. Gentlemen, is there anything you'd like to plug? Can you hear me? Yes. I was going to say, who's your prediction for the Canucks pick? Let's get it out there. I think Quinn Hughes is going to be there at 7, and they're going to take him. If he's there, I hope they take him. I'm going to say Noah Dobson. Noah Dobson uh, is what I, I want Quinn says. Hughes, but my prediction... Can you fucking hear Yeah, me? sort of. Enough. Jeez. There's talk uh, that Zadina is going to slide, but if he slides, no. I also don't trust Benning to take him. No, he's not going to slide to 7. If he slides... He might slide to 5. There's no yeah. way he's sliding to 7. Yeah. And Qu- if, if Zadina slides, Quinn Hughes is not sliding. I don't think Quinn Hughes is making it to 7. Uh, well, I don't know. McKenzie's talking that 4 th- or 3 through 6 is going to be like Kotkaniemi... Kachuk, Dobson, and Zadina. So Quinn Hughes is probably going to be there. We'll see. And if he's not, then one of those four guys. But yeah, is if they take be Quinn there. Hughes, that would be great. I uh, I personally am cheering for a trade because that would be maximum chaos. But I don't think it's going to happen. The the trade talks have really cooled off since it was like first floated that they were maybe exploring trading it for Hannafin or whatever. Um, I'm going to say they'll take. Uh, the the probably the worst player they could take in that spot, which would be uh, Evan Bouchard. Evan Bouchard, yeah. Um, I, and and I wouldn't hate that. No, still. he's not. He's not terrible. But I think if you got like if you have Quinn Hughes, especially on the board, if you got Wallstrom, uh, you've got uh, Dobson. If he makes it that far, uh, who did you say? Kakaniemi. No, 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 no. Who did you say you thought they would take? Quinn Hughes. Quinn oh, Hughes. right, right, right. So yeah, if all those guys go. Wild card pick, uh, the Russian player, Kravtsov, who is apparently insane. So You think they'll take him at seven? I don't think that's going to happen. No, that would be my crazy wild card out of oh, the gotcha. pick. I think the Leafs might uh, roll the dice on Ryan Merkley if he falls to 25. Why not, that's right? That's what I think might happen, but uh, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping the bike thing is a big talking point with all the media that goes down there, though. <laughs> it, uh, it apparently, the city is just littered with bicycles. Yeah, they're not going to talk about that. <laughs> they're going to talk about the draft. No one cares about the bikes. Well, except for us, yeah. <laughs> except, for, except for dumb shit shows like us. Can you imagine TSN opens up their draft coverage? Bob McKenzie's just like, they're like, oh, Bob, who do you think is, uh, you know, we know what's going to happen at one and two. What do you think is going to happen at three? Well, Pierre, before we get to that, have you seen the bikes around this place? Jesus Christ. What's, it's insane. What's going on with all these bicycles? Yeah, exactly. Fucking nuts, man. <laughs> 
Would you gentlemen like to plug anything? Oh, yes. Roast Battle next week, June 29th at Little Mountain Gallery. It's an insult battle. It is the bomb. It's not even June 29th. I got the date wrong. June 27th. Next Wednesday, Little Mountain Gallery in Vancouver. If you live in Toronto, I'm coming there for a week of shows at Yuck Yucks Toronto, uh, July 18th to the 22nd, I think, is the dates. It's a Wednesday. Damn, I'm going to be in Toronto in August. I'm just missing Ah, uh, shit, dude. Too bad. And, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I'm headlining Yuck Yucks Vancouver August 10th and 11th. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Can you hear me? Yep. Just going to get that out of the way, obviously. Um, so we're going to do a uh, dramatic reading of The Matrix on the Go Off Kings. I don't know when. He doesn't know when. Sounds like, it sounds like you're sounds uh, stuck like you in, the live in the Matrix. Vibe. Yeah, my oh, God. <laughs> Jesse's going to be Neo. I'm going to be Trinity. That's all I need to know. Perfect. Ah, anyway, I know what I'm going to say when we end the show tonight. So do I. <laughs> And once again, I would like to plug the starting lineup on Sportsnet 650 for no particular reason. Until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Heck. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Technical difficulties. Bad blood. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> Did you say the same thing? Uh, no, I, I did. I did an impression of technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it's I the said, same I thing. Said, did you hear what I said? Yeah, you said of? technical yeah, difficulties. You said t- yeah, we heard okay. you. Yeah, we matched. That's a tie. Uh, another <sighs> wi- another win for us. And uh, okay. we got to thank some donors. These eyes cry every night for you. These arms. Oh, okay.
these arms These arms come to hold you Hold you again We've got three donors to thank. The first one, a $5 donor. Thank you to Arthur Gonigberg. Thank you, Arthur. Sounds like a beer. Yeah. Like a, like a Danish beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, pass me a Gonigsberg. All right. Uh, it's a wheat beer, probably, for the summertime. We also received a $5 pledge from my friend and yours, McAllen Guy. He, I mean, he goes by Mac, but uh, Mac Guy. I was going to say, that sounds like uh, he put his name in the wrong order. No, it's, uh, yeah. no. That's Guy his, McAllen sounds like a name. No, that's his actual name is McAllen Guy. He's a beauty dude, a curler from Washington, and uh, I'll say this. Great sense of humor. One of my favorite sports things is uh, his uh, his wife, or I, I don't know if they're married yet, fiance, wife, anyway, they play mixed doubles together, and uh, her name is uh, Emily Good, so their mixed doubles team name is Team Good Guy. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, pretty good stuff. That's pretty good. What kind of uh, laptop does he have? Uh, a Mac, I guess? Yeah, he seems like a Mac guy. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> God, that's Come so, on. That's so oh my God. What's his favorite burger? <laughs> the Whopper. He seems like a Big Mac guy. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's uh, you know you know what I always say to my friends uh, just before they're about to eat toffee. I don't want them to hurt their teeth. I say, smack that Mac guy. All right, guys. Listen. I'm Elizabeth Holmes. And lastly, we've got a five dollar pledge from Liam Kennedy. Thank you, Liam. Uh yeah I yeah no, I got nothing though for that no name. I oh, the only thing I could think of was like hey don't get shot yeah, stay <laughs> just alive. like not a real thing I if you know. die no, in the game you die for real yeah all right so thanks no, don't uh, don't drown a lady <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks everyone for donating to the show thanks for listening and uh, we were gonna do a mailbag tonight but um, Stefan sounds Ste- like he's in the Matrix yeah so, so we'll push that back we'll do that uh, we'll do that next week it was going so well I know. Fuck. Oh, well. God damn it. Do maybe I still sound like in the Matrix? No. No, but maybe we'll, will again soon. Maybe we'll bring in a guest for just for the mailbag as a as a as a thing, yeah. as yeah. a we're sorry. Yeah. As a penance. Yeah. Penance? Penance. Penance? Penance? That was your no. worst pronunciation no. yet. Hey. Penance. You can't be serious penance. with that. Uh that was the that was the uh connection. <laughs> Penance! No, I knew it was penance as soon as I said it. Uh, so there was like the donation buffer zone. That. Yeah, there's probably a lot of people that won't hear that, which is really funny. Yes. Oh man, that's I just love that. I fuck that. I had, that I almost know, sounds like I, a bit in like a shitty no, like National Lampoon fuck, movie where someone goes that. into a priest and they're like, "I've got to pay my penance." 
I had a uh, penal colony in my head. You know what I mean? Like, so I was uh, like penal, penance. Yeah, penance. I know it's penance. Because like Indiana Jones, only the penitent man may pass, you know? The yeah, penitent. The, the penitent. You know who yeah, you have to go okay. to when you're paying penance? A monk. Okay. Well, uh, I'm cutting out, guys. I got to go. Only on Green Day, though. Uh, God damn it. Uh, bye. So at, least we also, at least we all say Deckel the same way. Shut the fuck up there. Someone else. Las Vegas odds say he won't hit one more time, and he doesn't. Thanks, Batman. Billy Reed. Watch it, you fucking asshole! Fuck! He's named after Raekwon the chef, the guy from Wu-Tang Clan. You have some problems, you go emergency toilet for five minutes, urine, and then you say, and you, then you hit let, and you don't say sorry, you think you're a good kid? I ain't getting this voice. <laughs> We're going to give him two minutes to think about what they've done. Consider yourself a pretty good tracker, then, huh? Well, if it's just blatantly obvious, and curious where this sucker lived, and so I walked about half uh, half a mile out of my way to sort that out. My bad, my friend. I'm sorry. Okay, but if you let it get the hat by Wednesday, then you pay twenty. No, minutes back by, at the it floor. won't get the hat by it, right by if Wednesday. It's going to be forty, and then on Friday it'll be forty. Not forty, again. twenty. Yeah. It's going to be twenty. No, <laughs> it's going to be twenty. <laughs> Not half. Half of eighty is forty. But no, listen to what I'm saying. Just fucking play score. Google me, Joe. Everybody Google me, Joe. You see that? I've been in your hot tub, Scotty. You know, you know this body. Those horses are back safe at the farm after quite the escapade this evening. They made it through these woods and straight on to Route 2 during heavy traffic. Both of these nuts, cage fighter, both of these nuts rolling to victory by a head over cage fighter. What's the odds of a horse being called modesty? I thought we were going to blur that. No, 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 we were going to blur it, but we thought, no, let's just roll the dice. Our ass is in the jackpot, we don't do something there.